everybody. Thanks for listening. Before we start today's episode, I want to give you a quick update on why the audio sounds the way that it does on my end. When we showed up at the Sheridan to record this with Sheriff Lamb, Chief Deputy Matt Thomas was also supposed to join us. Chief Thomas is the hard-ass chief that was in 60 Days In, um, took no crap from anybody. Awesome guy. Awesome guy. He's tough-nosed, just like Sheriff Lamb. Anyways, we, we had talked to him, and he was planning on coming to the podcast, and so we picked up another microphone for him, another very nice microphone, and we had set up a, a spot for Sheriff Lamb and Chief Thomas. My spot was using a microphone that's not normally used for podcasts, and so the audio that you hear on my side, that's a little bit... Um, that's my fault. I'm, I should have planned a little bit better, worst case scenario, but it is what it is. I've had a lot of people reach out to me, ask me to release this one by itself. I will do that. Sheriff Lamb will be coming back to Utah. Excuse me, will be coming up to Utah, and we're going we're gonna to have some fun. We're going to do a YouTube video. We're going to record another episode. We're going to have a lot of guests on that episode, too. It's going to be a blast. Really, really appreciate you guys. I'm, thank you so much for the support. Hope you guys enjoy. This is Hot Mics, Episode 1 with Sheriff Mark Lamb of Pinal County, Arizona. Let's do it. Been great? Been busy. Yeah. Man, this show, this show's crazy. It's crazier than I thought it would be. Yeah. Coming down, so I don't, I told you I was with Utah County, right? So I, I left Utah County in December to join this company. We, we you, you're aware of Virtra. Yeah. You're very aware of Virtra. Yeah. So we do, we do. I saw my picture on the, uh. <laughs> did I tell you about that? Um, they came out and did a video. And they told me they were going to be doing a video, and uh, right. I didn't know my picture would be on there, but I wasn't surprised to see it. <laughs> hey, man, hey, that's, that's clout, man. They love it. They that's, love hey, it. I'll take it. That's I'll cool, take it. Man. Yeah, they, <clears throat> so we, we use Virtual up at Utah County, right? Yeah. So we've been using theirs for, for a while, and, and you know, I'm not going to sit here and dive into all the businesses and things like that, but that's, that's what I work for. I work for a company that's a competitor to them. So, okay. Uh, so shooting ranges, targets, virtual live fire, all that fun stuff. Uh, so we come down to these shows, man, and uh, really the only reason I came down here was to do this. Right? Oh, I appreciate and it. I'm not going to tell my boss. <laughs> they don't get to listen to this. But yeah, we, uh, we you know, I've, I've admired the stuff that you've done for a long time. Um, I'm a big, I'm, I'm a big Trump supporter, follower. I've got a lot of friends, you know, so uh, Eric, Eric Trump, he goes out and hunts in Utah all the time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so, we, you know, we've, we've seen him. We met him a couple of times. Good people. Oh, my. I'm telling you, look, I remember the first time I went to the, it was one of the first, second or third time, I don't know, but one of the few, first few times sure. I went to the White House. Sure. And uh, we had checked our guns at the, the little check, the booth there. Sure. And so when we left, we had to go back out to get the guns. And there was a lady that was walking us out. And she says, so what did you think? And I said, honestly, I said, he, President, you can tell he just loves America. He loves the American people. He loves freedom. And uh, I said, I was very impressed. And she says, yeah. you know, I've been here for 20 years. And hands down, this is the best presidency. They show up to work. They're kind to us. They're, they are, uh, you know, they, they do their job. Sure. And, uh, you know, that said a lot. Because I, I, if I had to guess, I would have guessed that she probably wasn't of the same political affiliation as the president. Sure. But at the same time, she could recognize the fact that they were doing their job. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, it's... It's, it's something, you know, in, in my first glimpse into it, because like I said, I've never met Donald, you know, I've never met President Trump ever, but I've got, I've, I've got some friends some colleagues that do know him. And, and I was out in Pennsylvania um, with one of the NRA board members. I, do you know a lot of the board members or no? I don't. So, so I, it's one of those things where you don't, this guy's he's fairly well known, so you try not to, you try to be yeah. respectful, you know what I mean? I, I'll tell you off the air who it was, but he... Uh, just a phenomenal man. I mean, he, he invites me out to go to his house, which is, which is rare, right? Because when we cool. go out for business, it's like, hey, let's go get dinner at this steakhouse, whatever. And he's like, he says, hey, he's like, hey, Riley, come out to my house. This is my address. Um, we'll see. And I'm like, this is weird, but okay. I went out there, and it's phenomenal home, phenomenal facility. I mean, he's got, he's got the, the Lehigh Valley Sporting Clay yeah. out, out in Pennsylvania. He owns that phenomenal facility, right? And so I get down there, and I see all the Trump flags everywhere. And I'm like wow, this guy's a big Trump guy. Then we get into his office and I start seeing the pictures and I'm like, hold on. So I'm like, hey, sir, 
<laughs> like, is this, uh, are you, are, do you, do you know, do you know tr- uh, the Trumps or are you just, uh, you know, you, you donate? Cause this guy obviously had a lot of, yeah, a lot right. of money. No, Don, Don and I, we've, we've been friends for a number of years and, um, you know, he's like, we just got back from Mar-a-Lago last, last week with him and Mel. That's cool. So I'm like, and that was the first time for me being like in the mix, right? So I'm yeah. like, holy shit, man. Like this is, this is wild. Um, so it's, it's, it's a funny, it's a funny circle to be a part of. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when you step into the political, now I'm not saying I'm not, pro, I'm not in the, in politics, right? But you start stepping in that circle. It's weird, man. I mean, it is. It's different than being friends with athletes. I played a lot of AAU ball. So I've got a couple, I got a friend that plays for the Celtics, one plays for the Mavericks. And it's a totally different ballgame. I get more excited beating people like you. And, you know, if I'm out Trumps, man, it's, I don't know. There's a lot more. There's a lot more. You know, and I know what you're saying because, look, playing ball and doing those things is one thing. Exactly. Putting your, your, your personality, putting your family, putting everything on the line for, for your country or for a cause, exactly. for a cause, That's exactly right, is what I I value. Exactly, and I've grown over time. You know, I was a baseball fan growing up, played sure. college baseball, and I always loved. I thought I would wanted to be a professional baseball yeah. player, yeah. And, but I this people who will stand true to their values Correct. and stand up for what they believe. Whether I agree or not agree, right. have my respect. Well, that, yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, and for me, we just had this conversation just the other day with some of the guys in our booth. I'm like, look, I mean, you can be, you, I'm a big gun owner, right? And not, you know, I'm from, I'm from Missouri. That's my hometown, you know, Northwest Missouri. So for me, it's like, yeah, I love, love my guns, all, you know, everything else. Like you say, God, guns, country, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, but for me, it's, I don't care what people want to do. Right. Right. But stay true to what you do because then you have, like you said, you have my respect. Yeah. And don't push anything on. Right? That's it. I don't. If you're, if you're, listen, if you're gay, <laughs> that's fine. Just, just don't be pushing it on people. If you want to own all the guns in the world, that's fine. Maybe just don't push it on people. That was so, my biggest issue with 2020. Oh, absolutely. You know, and I just kept telling people, look, it's not that I, I'm trying to discount what you feel. It's just that sure. it's not the American way to force that onto people. That's exactly. And that's what I'm not okay with. And I'm especially not okay with the government forcing yes, those things onto absolutely. you. And so, and then what the government did was the government knew that the American people probably wouldn't want to do that. And so what they did was they, they pitted each, us against each other. And I, I didn't appreciate that at all. Absolutely. I still don't. Absolutely. Because we're still facing the, the repercussions. Right. We're still dealing everywhere. with it. And, you know, we've got people that have, it's created hard feelings and they're still being very divisive as, sure. as far as race goes, as far as uh, politics go. Absolutely. And it's, it's sad. I mean, I have friends here that are, we're at this National Sheriff's Association conference. Some of my, some of my good friends as yeah. sheriffs are not of the same political affiliation really? as me. Uh, you know, one of, I'm taking two guys out today that are both Democrats and one of them is pretty liberal. Really? Yet. We find common ground in the fact that we both want to protect our communities. We both want to do what's right. We both want to put programs in place that help right. people that are right. having trouble. We want to do these things, and that's where we find common ground. And, and in the end, we're just two Americans. Right. And uh, we can agree to disagree on certain political issues, Sure. but that's what makes America great. Unfortunately, Absolutely. we don't have enough of that anymore. That's a, that's a fact, man. It's... You know, and, and, and I, again, I try to stay as far out of politics as, as I try to stay out of politics as much as I can, right? Because for me, it's 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 like religion. I mean, it's religion or business. If you start if you start talking about something, you're always going to have someone that disagrees. And I don't know if this is the cop in me, but I'm just like, at some point, you just got to shut it off, right? Yeah. You know, if you're working corrections and you're in a unit, dude's all pissed off, he's screaming, oh, "Fuck you!" All this <laughs> yeah. other stuff. All this, you know. At some point, it's just got to be like, "All right, you're done," yeah. right? Um, so I don't know, man. Let's think about the walls you have to put in politics. Oh, oh, I can't, I can't even imagine. I don't yeah. want to imagine it. You know, I, I mean, I could do everything technically right. And there's always people that will be haters. Yeah. They're just, you cannot avoid it. And it was hard to overcome initially oh, when sure. I started doing this job. Like that, that hate would t- have a bigger impact on me than what it does now. Absolutely. I've, had, I've, I've definitely become a lot tougher over the last four or five years. It's, it's funny because, you know, having followed you, um, and I'll just tell you straight up, I mean, you, you, I mean, I was a huge fan of Live PD. My wife and I, that's what we watched. Yeah. That's why I became a cop. I was yeah. like, I want to be sheriff's deputy. You know yeah. what I mean? I want, I want, 
you were the reason. I I'll appreciate I'll be 100% honest, and my wife, she's going to lose her mind. I, mean, <laughs> I told her that I was coming out, you know, doing this, and she was like, I'm going to come. But yeah, she Very good. We should have had her come. I, What's her name? Her name's Danielle. Danielle, yeah. sorry, we missed you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. We'll come up and visit you guys. You guys still in Utah? Yeah, man. Yeah, we're up in Utah yeah. County. I mean, yeah, we'll come up and great visit. friends with. Have you talked to any of the? Have you talked to the undersheriff or Sheriff Smith? At so all? I talked to Sheriff Smith at uh, Western State Sheriffs Association. Okay. Nice. I talked to him about bringing American Sheriff Network what up there. What did he there. say? Yeah, he was a for it. That's I, I need to follow up with him and come back up I, there. I texted under Sheriff Bufton. He's yeah. a, so I'm good friends with his son, and uh, his son's on. And. Uh, it's a good dude, right? Yeah. And and so I texted him, and he's like, he's like, oh, hell, he's a big country guy, you know, big, yeah, big sheriff looking guy. He's like, oh yeah, hell yeah, we're down for that. Oh yeah. So and I think Utah County would be a great spot. It, to do it. it is a great. Very spot. active. It it's is. an active county. It's crazy how yeah. much. How and it's much a big county. Going. Huge, huge. Yeah. I mean, Salt Lake is a little bit bigger, but you I lived it. in Payson for a while. You lie. I lived on West Mountain. I owned a paintball store in downtown. Well, I was a dairyman up there. <laughs> On West Mountain, I, I did the uh, I milked the cows for Winter Dairy. You're right down there. I know exactly. I know exactly Winter Dairy's the best milking uh, around. We used to cross that to go. We'd go buy it to go. Kind yeah, of so I used to milk cows up there on the West Mountain. That's funny. And then, um, <laughs> if you read my book, I knocked out my boss, and I, got, I gotta buy it. Yeah. Buy it. <laughs> so then I <laughs> I went to. Uh, I'll give it to you. I got one in the truck. Perfect. Um, so uh, I had to start something else. I started a, pe a paintball business right in downtown Payson, <laughs> right on Main boss. Street. <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately, it did well until for a year, year and a half until uh, Walmart came into town. Oh, and, my goodness. Yeah. And it just, it just, it just swallowed did, me up. They did that to a lot of Payson, man. I mean, they, a lot of those mom and yeah. shops, small shops, it just, they get phased out. And it's sad to see. So when I travel, when we tra and, and this is what I really like about our company is... And, and I picked this up from them. When they travel, they're not going to the, the Dick's Sporting Goods. They're not going to all these, these massive stores. They're going to the, to the little shops, right? Especially in, the, in you know, COVID. I mean, these guys just got just punched in the mouth. Yeah. So it's, it's cool, man. They're, they're great guys. And, and That's cool. Yeah. It's, it's what I mean, America needs. I mean, look, I'm exactly not trying right. to take away from the big businesses. but Sure. Absolutely. Uh, you know, the mom and pop shops Absolutely. more than ever need our patronage 100% yeah 100% you know and and not to not to kind of you know get off track here but going back to what you said about when you first started with the sheriff's office so for, first off I mean give, give us a little bit of a background are you are you have you been law enforcement your whole career you were so, a businessman I remember. yeah I uh I never thought about being a cop never was never grew up saying I'm gonna be a cop got married had kids I wanted to be in the military yep um, but when I got home from my mission, I served a mission in Argentina. When I got home from my mission, there wasn't anything going on. My family lived in Panama. We were playing ball with guys that were military guys. Sure. And I said, hey, man, tell me about this. And ah, I don't do it. And finally, I just decided, hey, I'm not going to do it. I got married. And five, next thing I know, I had five kids. And uh, when I was 30, I actually looked at back going into the military. Sure. By this time now, it's after 2001. Which uh, Army. Okay. And uh, I decided, uh, well, I couldn't make it work financially. You can't, oh, with five no, kids, you no, can't make it work. Absolutely. So I went back to owning my own businesses, moved back down here to Arizona, um, had a business. And my neighbor, actually, he was a cop on a reservation. And he says, hey, you want to come do a ride along? And I didn't have an excuse. So I yeah. said, yeah, I'll come do that and whatever. Sure. So went out on a graveyard shift and... On the res. And, yeah, on the res. And we had a call where there was a, a dad who had caught like an 18-year-old or a 20-year-old with his 14-year-old daughter and got into a little physical altercation. The kid runs out the back. So we show up, and now we're looking for the kid out in the desert behind the – because, you know, the res, oh. you got a house, and then you got right. like nothing yeah, behind exactly. it. Exactly. And they always have like these old burnt, you know, rundown trailers and stuff back <laughs> yeah. there. So we're looking, and I'm I'm armed with a flashlight and courage. Well, you yeah, because you're on a ride. That's along. it. Yeah. I'm on a ride along. Yeah. I shouldn't even be out of the car. <laughs> yeah. And I'm out there looking, and I, I I'm shining this flashlight in this little uh, old camper, and I can just see all these clothes and trash, but I see about a quarter size of what I think is skin, and I'm like, hey, I think he's right here. <laughs> Well, sure enough, they come, drag them out. and No way, man. I came home that morning. I told my wife, I'm like, I'm going to be a cop. And when, when was this? What, what this year? was in 2006. Okay. 
right at the beginning of maybe or 2005 or whatever. I, and I said, I'm going to be a cop. So I went. She says yes. She's, she's well, you know, my wife liked the idea because we had five kids. I was self-employed. You sure. don't have insurance when you're self-employed. You, you don't you get do paid. Expensive. If you go on a vacation, there's no, you don't get paid. Right. You're, yeah. So she liked the idea. And, um, and I was doing pigeon control. My business was pigeon control mm -hmm. at the time. So I was up on roofs every day. It was very dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. For her, this was a step in the, in a safer direction. Sure. And so, um, I, I came home and I said, I'm going to be a cop. I put in my application and I got hired. I mean, probably within six months of doing the ride along, I was a cop. You're on duty. So you got done with AZ. No, I mean, I was, uh, I was hired. I had to go through oh, the Academy you. and all right, that stuff. Right. And, the academy. and, uh, yeah, that's, that's ever funny. since then. I, and because I was older, when I did become a cop, I, I took a different approach to the job. Like I was all Absolutely. business. I wanted to be the best cop I could be. Sure. Sure. Like I don't, I don't approach any situation saying I'm going to be the best. Exactly. I want to be the best that I can be in that. Exactly. That's and exactly so right. like even sheriff, I'm not out to be the best sheriff in the country. I'm out to be the best sheriff that I can be. Sure. Um, where that takes me, I don't know. Correct. But I, I just work hard. I put in, you know, effort upon effort upon effort. Right. I was the same when I was a, a, an officer. I was the same when I became a detective. Right. Um, everything. I just, I was all business because yeah. Yeah. I had five kids. I took every extra yeah, shift that yeah. I could get. You got to. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I sunk my teeth into it and I loved it. I fell in love with yeah. it. And it's funny because I had never thought about being a cop. It's funny. You know, when you said, when you said, you know, when you, when you joined when you were a little bit older, right? I mean, there, there is some merit to that because I, so I, I heard you say you, you served a mission. Are you LDS? Okay. Yes, I am. Okay. So I grew up LDS. I yeah. served a mission in Fresno, California. Oh, okay. nice. So I don't, know if, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been to Fresno. But, uh, no. Oh, man. You're not missing much, man. But anyways, so I was there when kind of, I, I was out whenever they, they had the, the, the age change, right? Yeah. Where they started allowing younger kids to come. And I, I can't remember what it was. Was it 18? For, from they years? did, yeah, 18. So, and I'll tell you right now, like, it was absolutely noticeable. Like, but you could tell by talking to someone in about two minutes, you could tell right away yeah. if they were, if they were, you know, if they're 18 or yep. if they had that extra year and it's just crazy. It makes so, a huge difference. You go to the Academy, it's the same way. You same know, I, way. I went through and you know, my buddies were guys that were, and, and I'm not, I'm not prior military, but I do assimilate with them very well yeah. is, you know, I got Marines, army guys. We got along very, very well because they, you know, they've done their stuff and you know, they had their four years and they're out now, but they're just, they're a lot more mature. And, and I struggled with, with dealing with people that were just being stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're trying to be funny. I don't do well with that. And so they do the peer evaluations at Utah Post, right? So my peer evaluations were always 50%. He's an asshole, 50%. <laughs> love him, right? Yeah. So our, our, yeah, our yeah. sergeant, he's like, what's, what's going on, man? He's like, you need to talk to me. I'm like, if someone, like, if someone's being dumb, right? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of address it. Right. And from, you know, from then on, it's just, it's always been like that. And, you know, in law enforcement for me and, you know, at Utah County, it was phenomenal. They're just a great support staff, but, um, yeah, great, great guys, man. I, I couldn't, I couldn't have worked with a, a better agency besides maybe Pinal County, Arizona. So, well, <laughs> but, and you know what it's, you say that, and it's <clears throat> funny you should say that because in this day and age where how police are being viewed sure. and how this profession is changing, we have tried to remain a bastion of, of Correct. not just freedom for our people, but freedom for our, our deputies as well, to where they can come do the job, where we support them, yeah. where the people still want them to do the job the way oh, it needs to be done. Absolutely. And, and we try to do that. Of course, even in that, I can't please everybody. No, you know, there's always can. people. I always say you can give $100 to everybody and yeah. there's gonna be people that'll bitch about how you exactly. can't break a 20 exactly. or whatever you know you can't break a 100 anymore yeah it's I, crazy you know it's it we went down to i went down to uh i think it's shooter's world it's a, it's a ranch here in here in phoenix i went down there and it, you do go through some not very nice places of phoenix getting to it and i was seeing these these pictures on this wall of, or excuse me on this business that were saying uh one check isn't enough make it monthly it just blow. It just yeah. blows my mind, man. I, you know, how many, how many businesses, how many? I own, I own a landscaping company on the side, and I can't hire anybody. No, you they, can't. Why would they? You know what I mean? They're they're just getting money handed to them. Yeah, it's it's tough, man. And yeah. so I, 
I don't know. It's 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 always it's always amazed me, like you said, how people. It's just never enough. It's never they enough. Always want more and more, and that's a dangerous, dangerous place to be. Yep. You know what I mean? Well, Very that's dangerous. what we've done here in America. Is we've just we we've become soft. Oh, a hundred percent. We've become soft with all the 100%. comforts that we have, and I'm a believer that in in inherently as humans we are designed to thrive in struggle oh absolutely and it defines us it builds character Uh, i think we deal with a lot of depression and anxiety now because of the fact that we're soft and we don't we're not naturally pushed to get out and like there's times where i want to sit and wallow in self-pity too yep but you know what i got crap to do yeah and I got to get out. And, and look, it, I'm not trying to minimize it because it is a real thing Absolutely. where people struggle with it. And it's, it's, it's becoming an epidemic in the society. But I think a lot of it is, is just we are not and we're just not pushing ourselves as hard anymore. And it, so 100% true. like I get out and I just push, push, push. And yeah. I just don't yeah. give myself a chance to even think about anything. Yeah. Negative. That's, that's how I so So for me and everybody asks me about this. So I'll just I'll just be very upfront. I, so I do have anxiety, right? And I mean, they give me the meds. I don't like taking them. You know yeah. what I mean? I hate being reliant on yeah. people, on meds. I don't like that. And so for me, everyone's like, well, you got your fingers. And, you know, my buddy said, you got your fingers with so many pies. He just said that yesterday. And for me, it's like, I have to. Yeah. Because if I don't, if I just sit there and, you know, I just kick back, dude, I feel lazy. I well, feel and, lazy. and I feel your pain because I'm a, I'm the sheriff. I probably put in 50, 60 hours a week doing this. I guarantee I work more than most of my guys in my agency. Um, I do, uh, I've got Protect America Now, which is a 501c4, which you can check out at protectamericanow.com. And then I started uh, American Sheriff Network. Which is phenomenal, by the way. Thank you, brother. When I found that out, it's a 499, boom. I appreciate it. It was awesome. Yeah, that's americansheriff.com. But I had somebody call and they're like, "You you need to let something go. And I was like, yeah. And they don't even know me that well. And I, and I actually took offense. I, I don't take offense to anything. I, I just sure. didn't like it. Sure. And I said, who are you to determine what my bandwidth yeah. is? Yeah. Like, how do you know? I don't come into your life and tell you what you should and shouldn't do or what you're capable of doing. That's the problem is as a society, we're, we're, we don't like people that start to overachieve or exactly. try to push As themselves too hard. Exactly. And a lot of it is because you're not pushing yourself hard enough. Yeah. So you and so like you want you want to bring that person. It's like crabs in a bucket, you yeah. know. Yeah, and so, I just hate when tries somebody tries to determine what your bandwidth is. Yeah. Like, who am I to determine what you can and can't do? Exactly. And 100%. so I I can't stand that. And, um, you know, look, if I take on too much, I'll find out. Right. Let me find out yeah. on my own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't need you to tell me. Yeah. That's why you have a wife. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> She'll tell yeah. you. <laughs> she, she, she does. And we still probably do it. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's so cool. Yeah. We, you know, it's, it's funny cause you know, I haven't watched the, the American Sheriff Network. Um, you know, I, I think it was literally one day. I think that day that I texted you and said, That's, this is badass. I, uh, that whole day I was sitting there working from my office at my house. I watched all of them. Ah, uh, dude, that's 20, cool. 20, of yeah, and I think we're up to about 30 now. So what we're oh, trying nice. to do is release about five to 10 videos a week. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it, it's, once we get the app, I think it's going to help the Roku app and stuff. Oh, that'll yeah. help. We've done really well. People are coming to it. It's, awesome. it's hard to bring to people to your site. I'm sure. Um, but yeah, you know, when they took away our voice with, they took away live PD, they took away cops and it really took away our voice for, for law enforcement. And those were great shows, oh, especially I thought Live PD did an amazing job at really showcasing what the job is. Yeah. It let people into our lives. Um, I thought it was great. It was great for recruiting. It was great for well, community sure. relations. Sure. And then to see that be taken away was hard. And so I was finally this year, I said, you know what? I'm going to do something. I wanted to do something. I knew didn't know what. Sure. And then finally sure. it dawned on me probably about February. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do a like a somewhat like a live PD, like a, a network for, yeah. and I'm gonna call it American Sheriff. And so I, the next day, the lady who used to work with me uh, calls me. She was a producer, and she says, producer "Hey, or Annie, or just she had been a producer for Live PD." Okay, she calls me, and she's like, "How's it going?" And I said, "You know, it's funny. You should call. Just yesterday, I had this idea, and I want to talk to you about it." I mean, that's how it worked. That's awesome. And man. so it just started unfolding, and we put it up in the air. We 
We started and did this in probably eight weeks. You're kidding. We got it up and running. That is unheard of. I know. Yeah. And and especially in that, that industry, it's unheard of. And so now we're just, it's expensive. And so the reason we charge and people are like, "Eh, you know, I don't want to pay. And it's like, well, I mean, look, it's $4.99. The same people that tell you they don't want to pay are out buying cheeseburger meals at McDonald's every day or they're, they're buying coffees at Starbucks, you know, Red Bull. I mean, everything. Look, I bought, I just stopped and bought two monsters. It was the same price as what I pay. And I do that almost every day. So uh, it's a small price to ask. And what we're doing is, is that keeps us from having to put advertisements in the videos. Right. And it also uh, keeps us from being canceled. And that's the only way we can do it. And that's, right. that's why we're asking people to join up. Um, we're not asking a ton, $4.99. Right. Do, honestly, what it should cost. <laughs> oh. If I was charging what it should cost, it should be like a freaking $50 yeah, a month exactly because it's right. expensive. Exactly. Um, and, you know, I hope people will come to it so I can keep oh, yeah. my house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, one of, the, one of the cool things about it, and, and going from Live PD to American Sheriff Network um, that, I, that I really enjoyed, right, is it's not, you're not just seeing car chase. You're not seeing vehicle pursuits. Nothing. You're not, you're not, I mean, there, there obviously are a couple of those, but what I like is, is you're seeing these guys, how they work. You're yeah. seeing how they, how they think. And you can tell different, different deputies and officers, they approach things a little bit different, right? You know, some people it's like, Hey, knock that shit off, you know? Yeah. And then they're gone. Some guys are a little bit more uptight about it, which is totally fine because that's how, that's how life is that's in it. general. Right. And so, um, it's I real sheriffs, it, real exactly. stories, That's real exactly sheriffs, right. real stories. You're seeing them being funny with these yeah. people, right? These recidivists that you, that you've seen a hundred thousand yeah. times. And he's like, Oh, he's just known as the, you know, he's local, local funny guy. And you know what I mean? Yeah. That's a, that's a very real, um, very real scenario. I mean, it's just, it, I don't know. It's, I love it. Cause you get to see all the good, a lot of the good, yeah. excuse me. The videos that we've seen that are done the best out of those videos are, the videos with me and the sheriff just going through and, and, and getting people to getting to know, looking at their office. Yeah. 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 And that's what, that's what people have been attracted to. And so that goes to show you that it's not just, we don't just want to see the action people getting cuffs put on them or whatever. People want to see, they want to support law enforcement. They want to see what, why that person decided to run for sheriff, all that stuff. And that's what we're showcasing. So it's it's like how many, I wonder this. I mean, how many people in in their respective counties around the United States even have ever met their sheriff or even know what they look like? You know what I Most mean? Most people you might don't. see the signs. Vote, you know, vote, vote Mark Lamb. Yeah. Know, Pinal County. They might see the signs, but then obviously now they know who you are, right? But yeah. for most sheriffs. And maybe it's a fault of the sheriffs. I can't speak to it because some of them like to be out doing a lot of things. Mike uh, Smith does man. it sometimes, right? Yeah. He goes to the parades and things, and and so he's he's fairly present, but. That's one of the things, you know, that, like I said, that, that me and my friends and everybody has really admired about you is you're out there and you don't give, you don't give a shit what people, <laughs> I you know what I mean, what they say. It yeah. doesn't matter. You're going to say what you want to say. Yeah. And I love it, man. I'd, I'd, I'd hate to be interviewing someone that's like, well, can I say that? Yeah, you know I, I don't. So. Like I've, I, I gave, I, I'm me and I tell people all the time, what this world is hungry for is authentic people. Be authentic. I tell kids that all the time. Especially in a day and age where we have social media, where you're trying to be like somebody else. Stop. Be you. Yeah, man. Like, that's what the world wants. That's what your gift is and your gift to this world. And too many people don't don't achieve that. And so I'm just me. And uh, if I say something that people don't like, I usually smile. Yeah. Kind of softens the blow a little bit. Exactly. It's, yeah. And that's, I think there's a lot of depression and anxiety that comes from that too, is you're constantly trying to, trying to, you know, worry about how you look to other people and trying to, my thing is, is a lot of my anxiety comes from trying to, uh, I'm not a yes man, but I really like to make sure everybody else yeah. is taken care of before I'm taken care of. And so that's, that's where mine came from. And so for you, I mean, for you, whenever you, and maybe we already touched on this, I'll, I'll go back through and listen, but you said that when you got, when you, when you became sheriff, you dealt with a lot of that, the hatred, right? People oh yeah. Hating you. I'm sure you get problems. I imagine you probably get messages from people just randomly just saying, you know, occasionally, whatever, yeah. whatever they say. Right. And, and it doesn't, you know, you don't, maybe you don't respond to it. I wouldn't if I were you, but, um, you know, how did, how did you deal with that? I mean, you said that you dealt with a lot of, and, and I'm not asking you if you had like depression, anxiety, but how do you deal with that? How do you deal with people? Dude, when you walk around, how do you deal with people? Sheriff <laughs> Lamb, how are you, man? 
You know what I mean? All the time. And that's a great question. I mean, well, first of all, to answer the first part of your question, my wife and I, we have a saying that if you want to know what, what you did wrong in life, run for office, you'll find out. <laughs> and that's whether you did it or you didn't. You know, I would say right. that the majority of the stuff that I've been attacked over is not even true. Like, I don't even know where they even came up with this stuff at. Superfluous. Um, you know, that. especially being a religious person, a conservative, want to paint you as some womanizer or whatever. Right. Um, and it's just not true. Right. And so you, it, that's hard because it's frustrating to know the, the truth yet have these people think a certain way of you. And it's, you want to go and explain to everybody. And I, right. I, I finally realized I don't, I don't have to explain to anybody. Yeah. I know the truth. Exactly. God knows the truth. And so, you know what? I just be me. My wife says, you know what, Mark, let's just bury him in an avalanche of love and light. And that's what we do. We yeah. go out and we try to be a positive uh, aspect to this, this world, to our community. Like you say a bastion. Yeah. And exactly. so we just try to stay positive and we, rise, uh, we try to rise above it. And then what you realize is those people who hate you are miserable. Yeah. Like, 100%. The reason why is they're not achieving in their own life. And so they want to bring you down. And most of them have zero uh, followers. They just sit in their house and they just want to become important. So... That's what you realize real quick. Yeah. And absolutely. it's, and, and when you let it bother you, that's what they want. Right. One. And number two, it robs you of, of your, it robs your family of you. Exactly. When I first started, it would bother me for a week's. And, and then you would just get over it and then something else would happen. And yeah, then, exactly. and then I, I was just like a shell of the person that my, at home, like I could, I Correct. could, I could go out and you know, I could rally the, your emotions during the day, but at home you're just, you're, you're spent. Yeah. Um, over time, it's just like anything. If you go hit the gym every day, your muscles get stronger sure. and stronger. Absolutely. I just keep going every day. And so now I can bounce around all day long. People Jeez. are like, dude, where do you find the energy? And I'm like, I just get up and go. I love what I do. I love, I'm passionate about America. I'm passionate about law enforcement sure. and that drives me every day. Um, I, you know, I, people say, well, how do you deal with all these people coming up, wanting to take pictures, shake your hands? I mean, I go to a restaurant and take pictures. I go to the airport in, in, in any state I'm in, people want to stop and take pictures. I'm okay with that. Like I want to be You're a good man. I, I, and part of it is I tell people all the time, it's better than them coming up and telling you you're a son of a bitch. That's you know? true. hundred percent. And so I will 100%. take that any day of the week. And for some of these people, if I can give them just a little bit of like, hey, thank you for coming up and yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. yeah, let's do this picture. I'll, yeah. yeah, let's do it. Yeah. I, I'm okay with it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, out here is great too because these are all guys that are peers and I, and exactly. I respect yeah. them. And, and it's, exactly. they're out doing the same job as me. And some guys are actually doing it more difficult because they have smaller agencies. Most people don't. They think because if you're a small county, you have less issues. Actually, there's more work for a sheriff in a small county because they don't have the layers of chiefs and captains yep. and lieutenants. Exactly. I mean, I've got people, layers and layers of people that deal with calls that most time never even make it to me. But in a small county, the sheriff would have to be out there on those Jeez. calls. So, um, yeah, they, 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 kudos to those guys That's because tough, they're man. putting in a lot of work. I'm able I'm. Because of those, the size of my county and because yeah. of these things, I'm able to, to do more on a national level. Sure. I'm able to do sure. more on a state level. Um, and, I, and I'm grateful for that. That's awesome. And man. so I try to be a good representative of law enforcement. I'll tell you, though, one thing that's hard, though, is I can never be off. <laughs> like, I have to, whether I'm driving, right. you know, yep. um, people are always watching. I have people that will take pictures like, oh, man, I was behind the sheriff today. One day I was driving. And I, and I ran a red light and the lady, she was a fan. She's like, oh, so great seeing the sheriff. But he did run a red light. <laughs> um, or when I go to a store, like I can't ever get, I can't bite at anybody. I remember we went to a restaurant in, it was during COVID. It was like when COVID was just, restaurants were just opening up. Yeah. I think I was in Kansas City or somewhere. We oh, went to a, a restaurant and it was... Which my, my my brothers live in uh, Blue Springs and uh, played a lot of baseball yeah. in Blue Springs, yeah. man. Tiffany Springs everywhere. That's yeah. awesome. So uh, I went to this restaurant and the service the service was okay. But the food was terrible. Yeah, uh, it took forever. 
And at the That's end, not indicative like, of Kansas City, everybody. No, no. <laughs> it wouldn't have mattered where because it was right, just coming right, out of COVID. Exactly. And the, the guy's like, hey, how was the service? And I was, I was like, eh, you know, wasn't yeah, great. Yeah. Wasn't great. Uh, food wasn't great. And right. I tried to be very pleasant about it. Sure. But I was honest. Yeah. And uh, he knew who I was. And then I realized, man, I always have to be, I have to be at the top of my game all the time because people are always watching and people will say, you don't want them to go back and be like, man, that Sheriff Lamb was a real yeah, jerk, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I like, I, I've gotten used to it. I've conditioned to it sure. and that helps. Sure, that, that's funny, man. I, I sleep good at night though. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I tell you, man, I, 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 I do not envy the, it's, it's like everybody wants to be famous, right? Yeah. Until, either until you're around someone that's famous, and you're like, oh wait, no. Yeah. Or you don't. You let famous. me tell you, I don't. Even, I'm not even as famous as a lot of people out there. Right. In my book, I have a chapter called "Fame Without Fortune." Yeah. Because at least those people have money. Yeah. I didn't get any of but that. But yeah, you're not doing. I got it. fame. Doing it for I got money. fame with no money. Um, and so that. it's it, that part's hard. Sure. Yeah. Sure. It's awesome, man. I, you know, it, it's the fame. I. I how much of that came from the, the, you know, how vocal you are versus um, the, the live PD and especially the 60 days in? Your guys are 60 days in. When I, when I tell you, it's season five, correct? Yeah, it's season five. When I tell you about, like, your guys are 60 days in, it's just so much more, uh, I guess, captivating is the word. I mean, it's just, you feel like you know, you know, like, so there's Jay, there's Matt, there's you. Yeah. I'm like, these guys are badass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. And, and Matt, man, Matt wasn't pulling punches. There was no. that, whoever that, you know, the pretty blonde was. He's like, you come off as, Brooke. as a bitch. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and how many people have never, have never been told that stuff? I mean, right to their face. It's like yeah. when someone gets punched in the face for the first time, you know what I mean? They go wide-eyed and they don't know what to do. Yeah. And so it's funny. I mean, all those guys, Mark, the, the I can't remember his last yeah, name. Uh, he's, yeah. So I don't, we, we're talking on, on social right now. He's going to be coming on at some point as well. And so on the podcast, and so it's going to be fun, man, to kind yeah. of hear his side of things. But, but again, back to Great my guy. question, how, you know, how much of that, of this recognition or notoriety comes from you being vocal versus your stuff on like 60 days? So in? it started, my predecessor was, had did a good job of putting our County on the map and he was sure. on Fox all the time. What was his name? Uh, Paul Babu. Okay. Sheriff Babu. Okay. So my predecessor did a good job of that. And so. Um, when I took over in 2017, um, Sheriff Arpaio was in, in Maricopa County. Okay. And so Sheriff, the media would Which always... Here in Phoenix, Yeah. Correct. And the media would always have Sheriff Arpaio. Um, now, all of a sudden, there was a change there. And so I'm a, a suburb of Phoenix where I live and where my county is. And sure. so they started reaching out. So we were doing a lot of local media stuff. Right. Um, and occasionally, you'd hit some, you know, some national media stuff. Well, then um, Live PD came. Live PD came actually right after I took office. And we said, hey, man, we're, we're just not in a position to do this. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing yet. Right, right. I'm just like a baby deer right. on ice here. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to figure this out. And so I got, we got on our, our feet underneath us uh -huh. and for about six, seven months. And then I called, we called them back and said, hey, we're, we're interested. I mean, within a, five, less than a week. By the, I think we made the call on a Monday and by Friday they were at our agency. Serious. So Live PD is really kind of what propelled it. But sure. right after Live PD came, 60 Days In kind of came right away. Yeah. It just took longer yeah. for them. So we were kind of doing both at once. Um, That's tough. But nobody really knew about the 60 Days In at first. Yeah. Um, those people who were fans of it and who watched it, but it didn't, it didn't have the viewership that Live PD had every week. Right. Exactly. It wasn't. So people knew me more for Live PD. Because well, you're out there, by the way. This yeah. is another thing. Is you don't see sheriffs. That are actively going out and you know yeah you don't see a lot i always joke it's like it. i'm not a i'm not a old fat house cat sheriff yeah, you know like yeah. i i want to be out there look, looking for mice absolutely um i don't just sit and eating scraps off the floor absolutely man so um we got to uh when 60 days in this was i think last like october mm -hmm. um during the end of covid i all of a sudden people started messaging me about 60 days in and again Cause it had aired a year and a half before that. And so season five did. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It aired at the beginning of 2019. And so the, at the end of 2020, it start all of a sudden I started getting messages. And I'm like, why are people messaging me about 60 days in all of a sudden? 
Then I had a couple people say, oh, yes, my wife and I were saw you on Netflix. I'm like, Netflix? You, so you didn't know that it was on there yet? I didn't know that it had come out on Netflix. <laughs> and so then it, now people know me more for 60 days in yeah, yeah. because it's more fresh. They, a lot of people watch it on Netflix. Sure. Um, so, but I also co-hosted Live PD Wanted. So mm -hmm. I, we, we, we had done 20 episodes. Is that with Dan? That? that was with uh, Tom Morris and okay. Michelle Sagona. Okay, I got you. And so we had done 20 episodes. And here's what's funny about that is we had got a call in like March or April. No, uh, April or May. Because we had finished the season in April. Sure. And then they called us and said, hey, we're going to bring you guys back in July. And so we're like, cool. The very next day is when they canceled Live PD. So I didn't know if they were still going to bring it back. Like I never heard anything after that. It was just, yeah. Before. Like the last thing I heard was, Hey, we're going to bring you back in July for live PD wanted. And then I never heard anything again. And so, so instead um, of waiting, pulled yourself up. Yeah. You did your thing. You know I did me. Yeah. That's I just awesome. yeah, like, I just keep doing my thing. I'm awesome. a believer that whatever things come <clears throat> in your path, take the opportunities that come your way. hundred percent. And I'll pro I'm going to tell your listeners now, the good stuff doesn't, the timing sucks. Yeah, that's the timing fact. sucks. It's a fact. And so many people miss the good stuff in life because they're, they, they're too concerned about the timing, whether that works or not. Correct. And I'll tell you right now, the timing never matches up and it's, it's designed to test your true resolve and whether you really want it. Absolutely. And, uh, so I always say, look, Timing be damned yep. when the opportunities come and, and you feel good about it, take it. That's, and that's hundred percent. That is absolutely correct. I, I had, I mean, living in Utah, there's a lot of opportunity in Utah, but for me, I've always loved, I love, I've loved podcasts. I, I love to listen to them. I like to learn stuff. I think there's a lot of value. You know what I mean? That you can get from two guys that are just talking about life. And so for me, you know, I, I'll just tell you right now, I had, I, I did not think that you'd respond. So I wasn't even planning on doing any of this. And so um, I came down or you responded. I'm like, holy shit. Goes back to opportunity. Am I, you know what I mean? Stuff's expensive, but I'm like, well, how many chances do you get for someone to be like, yeah, let's do it. So I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh. And then I texted Matt and Matt's like, yeah, 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 no doubt. I go and buy this mic, which is not a big deal because I'm, I'm sorry. No. I'll be using it. It's a nice got, mic, though. Got, it is. It's a great <laughs> mic. So we'll be we'll be using that for for some people back in Utah and stuff. And and it, it you're 100 percent right about. And he's here somewhere, man. I'm sure. Oh, he's he's probably out there razzing people or something, man. But, I think he's you know, he's he's good, man. I you know it, it. I just thought you know some of the questions about like the 60 days in stuff would be would be great. Is he the chief over corrections or? No, he's uh he's my number two. So he's okay. the he's the chief deputy over all of the agencies. Okay, gotcha. both both the corrections and the uh, detention and gotcha. and sworn. He just got a tattoo like yesterday, right? Yeah, <laughs> I saw him put that on Instagram. But um, it was funny because I wanted to talk to him and you just for like two minutes about. I think his name was Steve. Yeah, Steve. Was he really that bad? Oh, dude. And no, and Steve is never going to listen to this, but I'm I'm genuinely curious. <laughs> Steve loved me at first. I don't know. I remember that. The same. <laughs> um, Steve wanted to be separate. We knew when we knew when we watched this casting video. So uh -huh. what happens is you watch these casting videos, sure. and you're like, hey, that dude's not for real. We don't want that guy. Or we pick up on little things, um, and so we watch Steve's, and we're like, this guy's a fraud. Um, but if you want them, we'll take them. And they're like, well, we want them. And so then they tell us, Hey, we got this guy who wants to be like this lone wolf time thing. So we go through the thing with everybody else. And then we have to do him. And, uh, you don't even see half the stuff he screwed up when, when we put him in there. And on the way into there, I said, hey, you ready for this? And he's like, oh, I'm going to try. And I was like, hold on, man. If that's your attitude now, you're never going to make it. I think you it. said that on, yeah. on, on air. Yeah. Right? And, and they didn't show all of it. But I was like, dude, you're never going to make it. If that's how you got to make your mind up right now, if you're going to make it through this 60 days. And he's like, oh, I'm going to do the best I can. And so I knew he wasn't going to yeah. last. We thought he'd last a week. Um, it was about third, 26 hours, 30 okay, hours. Okay, so that was one of the questions I had. Yeah. I was like, how long was Because on on on. on you know, on the, on the program, you can't ever really tell exactly how long. So I was curious to see how yeah, long he it was about, lasted. It, it was about 30. Jeez, man. And then the whole reunion episode, I remember watching that and I was like, how did, how did he not get, how did he not get hit in intake? I mean, you know what I mean? Just I know. that kind of mentality. And I, I thought Matt was going to kill him at the reunion. 
So he, yeah, was, he was legitimately pissed off. Oh, you don't even see half of it. Like, because that was thir- that was twelve to thirteen hours of filming. They condensed down to like an hour and a half in the reunion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was uh, it was a intense moment, and he said, "I mean, we were having a great vibe the whole the whole thing." And, and about five hours into it, they brought Steve in, and then, dude, it just it went off like a hand grenade in there. Like the equipment stopped working when he was done. That we. We were down for like an hour while they were trying to fix all the camera stuff. Oh my gosh. Like that's the vibe he put out. It was, it was terrible. But Matt had just had a knee surgery and had Matt not had a knee surgery and just got off crutches. I think he literally got off crutches right before we got on the planes to go down right. to, out to New York. Jeez, and so man. he was, he wanted to kill him. I, I will say, obviously you can tell, you can tell, you know, people were worked up. Now you, you, people could tell, yeah, you weren't a big fan of him. But nobody, you know, nobody can tell. Oh, I, and I'm not saying you hate him, right? Yeah. I don't think you hate really anybody, nah. right? And so for me, it's it's like, you know, it. I don't, it's just funny watching watching people get a little bit like, not, you know, worked up in a sense yeah. because you know someone's being an ass and they're being pompous and arrogant and and not taking any kind of responsibility. Which That's, is a big yeah. thing. Is like, oh well, you know, I did what I was. I had a mission. I went in. I did what I was supposed to do. And I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, no, he didn't. didn't. He didn't. You went in, you laid down, and, and it was terrible. He geez. was, but you know that was a good experience for us. The, the, it, sure, all the people that were involved were great people. They, they're crazy for doing it. But uh, Abner going back after having been a, a yeah, for, yeah. Abner did so good though. Mark did good. Brooke did good. I mean, they all they, they surprised us in many sure, ways. Sure, Abner, man, I. It's funny because so at Utah County, you got to work in corrections before you ever go to patrol and stuff. So I was in corrections too, and. Watching Abner, man. I mean, that's that's. Yeah, he, a lot of people were mad have, at me when he when he slapped that kid. I was getting messages like, "How do you? How can't believe you let that happen?" And this and that. And so that's jail. Well, and the other thing is, is to give this a true, uh, a, a true idea of what we're doing here. You can't get involved, right? And, it, and in Arizona, unless somebody wants to be a victim, it's called mutual combat. Correct. And so if you don't have a victim, if that kid doesn't come forth and say he wants to be a victim, there's the nothing you can do. Yeah, exactly. And what, what they don't understand is this is, they just spout off. But what they don't understand is that he saved that kid. Oh, absolutely. Because that kid was going to, that kid was going to get hurt a lot worse for not picking the race, the race or whatever. Right. And so when Abner slapped him, Abner knew exactly what he was doing. Abner saved that kid by slapping him because yeah. that was check, the checkup that he and he got out of it easy. Yeah. And it was uh, Abner really did the kid a solid. If and, if and if nobody knows who Abner is, Abner was one of the contestants. Or, or contestants, one of the participants on Sixty Days In, and he's uh, phenomenal. I mean, his background. He was how many years did he serve in prison? Oh, I think he did. Uh, yeah, it was like fifteen something or like something. That. He was, served a lot a of time amount. in prison, and and. And so when he went to the when he went to jail, man, I mean he had his story straight though too. I mean he's you know because he had the, he had the, he had the tattoos for Latin Kings, yeah. right? Man, he 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 squashed it pretty quick. I mean you see guys get pressed about that stuff all the time, more so down here I'm sure than up in, in yeah. Utah County. Utah County, yeah. I mean you might you might get a, a you know Norteño, Sereño, whatever it may be, but when they're in jail in Utah County. They usually don't. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not like, yeah, you know, it's here, not green light. here, everything's about, uh, exactly. you know, and it's, we don't do it, but everything about the race here. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So do you guys, and, and I can't remember, do you guys separate your pods by race? I know you guys, there was no, we don't separate them by race. I mean, they do it on their own. They just, you know, but what people don't realize too, is it actually is a benefit yeah. because they self-regulate. Absolutely. And it's, uh, it keeps everything in check and it, it's actually a lot safer for us and safer yeah. for them. Yeah. Um, cause they don't really want to get into race wars. And so yeah. they kind of regulate their own. And if yeah. there's a mistake, then they usually take care of it. They're on their own. So, yeah, it's, it's funny, man. Cause so Utah County's direct supervision. And so, I mean, I, I don't know if you can get away with that in somewhere like, like, you know, where, where the gang stuff is actually prevalent. Yeah. That's a dangerous situation for officers to be in. So people are always like, oh, well, are the officers scared? I'm like, it's got nothing to do with people being scared. It's about officer safety, you know what yeah, I mean? And so exactly. I, I try to explain that to people. And Utah County was pretty 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 low-key about that because, you know, it's just a bunch of meth out, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. They're all, they just yeah. want to sleep and come down and watch TV. And so it's, it's cool, man. But um, 
I guess so. You know, we're, we're coming up here on, on about 50 minutes. I'm going to let you get out of here. But I, 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 you know, I had one more question for you, just about um, just about law enforcement in general. If someone's looking to go into it, especially nowadays, wh- what one piece of advice? would you give someone that's looking to go to the academy, that's looking, you know what I mean, trying to figure out what they want to do? And um, I mean, what, what would you tell them? You know, I, I get this question a lot because sure. people say, would you have your kids do the job? Sure. Yes. Sure. Like, look, there are tough jobs out there. Absolutely. This is one of them. Absolutely. And we're in a time where it's not, it's, it's, it's tough, you know, the media and the politicians are, are trying to make this profession into something it's not. Exactly. Um, and, and make no mistake about it, like the majority of Americans still support law enforcement. Yep. So I would tell people, get in it. Yeah. Like this is, we need warriors. We need, we need good patriots and, and uh, more than ever. And if you're one of those people who likes to armchair quarterback us, get in and do it. Come let me see you do it. Exactly. Yeah, let me see you do it. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, the media and the politicians who attack us all the time, most of them can't even pass a background check, let alone the training. Well, oh, exactly. And so... Or polygraph. Um, Right. The polygraph. Yeah, the polygraph. They wouldn't pass any of that. You know, so we uh, I would say do it. It's a good you're never going to be wealthy. Sure. um, But you can make a good living and you can uh, feel good every night. You go home. Yeah. um, And uh, we need people. Yeah. um, Everywhere. But I'm going to tell you, it's not easy. So if, if you're not if you're soft or whatever and you don't think you can do it, then don't. Yeah. But if you want to challenge yourself and you want to be part of the, the solution, if you want to to uh, continue to, to push yourself and you want to help, um, this, I'll tell you, this job takes everything from you. Yeah. It does. Yeah. But you, you, you come to this earth to make a difference. Right. And, and this is a good place to do it. Absolutely. Um, I'll, tell Absolutely. The fir- I'll be the first to tell people it's not for everybody. Right. Uh, but it is a good job for some people. And there's people that are just, they're destined to do this job. And I hope that they'll do it and not let this, you know, current climate change them. Absolutely. Um, and, Cause there's still good, there's still good leaders out there that support their troops that want to create a good work environment that want to protect America. Sure. Um, so yeah. Best relationships I've had, my, my cop friends. Yeah. Hands down. I mean, whether, <laughs> whether they're in my department or not, those are the best relationships yeah. that I have. You know what I mean? Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. So, Sheriff Lamb, I appreciate you, sir. Oh, thank you, brother. Uh, I appreciate it, and I'd love to do it again. We'll come up. Maybe we'll come up to Utah or something. Call me, text me. Let's let's get that. Let's get it all scheduled. Let's go. Let's go shoot. Let's go ride some razors around. Yeah, in the desert. We'll do something. Visit your old stopping grounds. I may have to come up there in July. I'm hoping I don't, but I may have to. Hey, let's do it. Let's go. Let's go talk to Mike and and Sean. And yeah, fun, man. So, appreciate you. Thank you, brother. All right, man.